morning, everyone. This is Judith A. Gopi listening to Mad Love. Hey, welcome to your Friday. You've earned it. We are, what, five days away from Christmas? I'm completely uh, behind everything because I've been coordinating so much for other people. I didn't even really process that I'm going to need to do some things for myself. I got to take some time because, you know, you only get a day. You get Christmas Day off. <laughs> and then... You know, you got to burn your vacation for the rest of it or schedule it or do something, figure out something. That's adulting. And um, yeah, I got to do that. And I remembered at some point yesterday, I was like, gosh, something is really nagging at me. And I thought about my dad and his funeral. And it's it was 10 years ago yesterday. And it was actually one of the very worst days of my life. Um, it was cold and snowing and the ice was hitting me. So when we went to bury him in the ground, cause that's really the final part. Like, I don't like funerals at all. And somebody's like, nobody does. Mm, I really don't. And I have not fully been to one since that one. Uh, 10 years, I've made an appearance. I've signed books, but I just, I just cannot go to funerals. Uh, that one was that one was extraordinarily difficult for me and I remember when we put him in the ground the ice and the snow hit me in my face and I was crying I was like this is just the worst feeling ever why why are we subjecting ourselves to this um and it's just so final and everybody else got back in their car because it was it was really ice storming and I just stood out there by myself till they were finished and um, I don't think I've ever cried so hard in my life. It was just over. And the thing about burying a parent, if you're close to that person, you're sad because you won't ever get to see them again. And that closeness is over. And if you weren't close to that person, you're sad because you'll never get a chance to be close to that person. Uh, it's just over. The finality of it is just, it's sad. And nobody ever tells you how sad you're going to be when you bury your parents, you know? And uh, you can tell, <clears throat> ever since then, I can tell who's lost a parent and who hasn't. Just by the way they try to comfort you, you know. Um, I have some older siblings who have different parents, and their dad just died. And the things they said to me 10 years ago, I was like, oh, it's clear they have two alive parents. Um, and when I see other people or my friends, or you can just tell there's a wound that you can't really... Uh, put your finger on you know and for me I was really close to my dad and uh, there'll just never be anybody who who thinks of me quite the way he did uh who lights up in the uh, uh, lights up when I walk in a room like that I think Whoopi Goldberg said it the best when her mom died she just realized like there's never going to be another human being that that looks at me the way she looks at me when I walk into the room and if you haven't buried a parent that you're close to and that you love, you won't understand what that means. But as soon as she said it, I was like, that's it. You know, my dad was a fan. He thought I was funny. He thought I was smart. He, uh, we enjoyed each other's company. We made each other laugh. Um, and I still miss him very, very much, which I didn't intend to get emotional about it, but it just comes in waves. Like, Certain things, like Father's Day doesn't make me sad, but talking about this makes me tear up. I don't know, it's weird. 
but again it's not something we uh, <laughs> are ever fully prepared for no one teaches you about this stuff you just kind of have to go through it and that's sort of like been my year you know I I'll be honest with you this has been one of the most challenging years I've ever had it was hard in t- at times it was difficult at times it's been glorious at times I've learned so much about myself and and um, what I'm capable of I understand uh, the limitations of of the team I work with the people I work with um, and we've probably bonded due to just some extreme stress um, you know I don't want to endure anything ever again like it <laughs> I feel like I've gotten my lessons but uh, you know it's something it's not nothing to survive it you know what I mean it's not nothing so I feel good about that I feel good about uh, my health you know it's a lot of things that I can say I'm proud of for myself and I hope that you do those things for yourself too it's not selfishness you need to do a review because you go through some things in a life we're closing a decade I don't know what your last 10 years have been like but mine have been a, a motherfucker man you know, excuse my French, that kind of came out of nowhere because I haven't been cursing uh, <laughs> for the most of this podcast. But I mean, I can't describe it any other way. It's just been just relentless. And I've had to accomplish a lot because my schedule requires that I accomplish a lot. You know, working full time, I'm a caregiver. Uh, I also run my own business. And I mean, it's like I said, it's not nothing, man. I'm out here and I am uh, usually fairly, fairly busy. I've tried to like at least be a little bit more social here in the last few months of the year because you really can't just grind. I mean, I know Gary Vee and all those motivational speakers are like, grind, grind, hustle, hustle. And there is a time for that. But also you can grind your gears out. You know, I you can do too much. So there, there comes a point where you have to be like, okay, I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah, I need to scale it back. I need to maybe go have dinner and drinks with people who love me. You know what I mean? So anyway, do a positive assessment of this year. I know you probably kicked some ass. And I know there were times you probably had your ass kicked. That was certainly my year. There were, year, there were points where I was kicking ass. And then there were other points where I was getting my ass completely kicked. And all of it is, it is what it is. And you survived it. You're here. You're focused. You're ready to tackle 2020, which I think is going to be a good year. Not just for me, but for all of us. If you've done your work, if you put yourself in a position to be successful, if you prepared yourself for success, then you should be ready to, to harvest some of that. And, uh, you know, let's just have a positive attitude. If you don't meditate, I suggest you meditate. Um, to start doing it get the calm app that's the one I use they're not paying me so I'm not just shilling for them I'm, I use it and I believe in it and it's cha- transformed my life and I would not have made it through this very difficult year without it um, uh, also you know find podcasts or speakers that motivate you listen to those really feed your brain with what what you want nutritionally and what you want to see in your life you know Maybe not so much reality TV, uh, maybe a little bit more motivational podcast, spiritual podcast, if that's your jam, 
you know, just find ways to give your body and your spirit nutrition. Your body's nutrition is something different. Um, but I do believe food can heal your body. It's healed mine. And I've uh, used diet to heal a few other people in my family. So, yeah, that's probably another podcast. But spiritually, you also need nutrition. So find good things to feed your soul with. You know, be surround yourself with good people. They say you become the five people you hang around with the most. Who are y'all hanging around with? Are you hanging around with somebody who's going to give you spiritual diabetes? You don't want that. You really don't. So find good people and and be a good person. It's really, really exhilarating and glorious to walk through the world and be a good human being. I know this thug culture has been uh, prominent for a while and it looks fun. But I can tell you firsthand, it's a lot of misery that comes with that life. It's a lot of misery that comes with that life. It really is. Either for you or your family, because you either going to be in the grave or jail, and they're either going to have to mourn you or come visit you. And, and I can guarantee you there's nothing going on in the street that's worth that. You'll want to make it past 17, because life gets better as you get older, because you get smarter. So give your chance, give yourself a chance to get old. You know, it's not all bad. It's actually kind of fun. Because, you know, you just get older and there's a lot of stuff you just do not give a damn about. Stuff that might have made you furious at 16. I'm telling you right now, give yourself about 25 years and you will not give two shits what they're talking about. That's the beauty of getting older. Give yourself that chance. This thug thing, let it go. I have a friend who's like, I'm going to thug it out. Yeah, you're a 50-year-old woman. No, that's not cute. (laughs) It's not healthy. (laughs) There's no reason to do that. We're going to live our best lives. We're going to be in the winter circle and have some champagne. And if you don't drink, we'll find something, a sparkling water for you. Okay? We're just going to be happy, cool. Give yourself a chance to live your best life and get older and things start making more sense because mainly because you stop caring about shit so much you know I can't tell you the number of times in a day somebody says something I just look at them like I know at some point in my life this would have fired me up but right now I just do not give a damn what you talking about you want to get there it's a good place have a great great weekend